0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling. Thought provoking and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on The Open Door.
1: This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. In fact, we invite you to become that light. I'm Tom Schumacher.
2: And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Hello,
1: gentlemen. Hello. Well, today we have a rather full house, because in addition to the usual suspects, Sid and (laughs) Terry, we have Dr. Joy Bennett.
3: Hello, everyone.
1: Hello. Um, And you may remember that we did a show back in February of 2014 that was titled Twin Flames, Your Match Made in Heaven. And during that program, we made mention of the fact that it would be nice to have a relationship book of some sort that kind of uh, gave us a bit more insight from the Ascended Master perspective. Well, lo and behold, we have that book. It's called Finding a Higher Love. The subtitle is A Spiritual Guide to Love, Sex, and, and Relationships. And our guest, Dr. Joy Bennett, uh, was instrumental in bringing this to the, um, to the public, to you guys, because it's been just in this last few weeks that it's been officially yeah. released. You know, it's a fall release. Um, I want to give you a little bit of background about Dr. Bennett. And I first want to mention that there may be a certain similarity in the last <laughs> names of our, our friend Sid. Well, in fact, this is his wife, Joy, aptly named.
2: No, I'm her husband. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Boy, did I get that backwards or what? <laughs> no. The glass is half full or empty. Oh, tonight.
1: boy. Yes. Well, yeah. they are related. Yes. And have been. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> uh, I wanted to mention that Dr. Bennett is a licensed psychologist with more than 25 years of clinical experience with families, children, and youth. She's a longtime student of the Ascended Masters and is also the co-editor of the spiritual parenting book called Nurturing Your Baby's Soul. Married for over 30 years, she brings a down-to-earth as well as psychological and spiritual perspective to the topic of relationships and finding a higher love. So let me ask you first, if I may, um, what was your role developing this book because obviously in, when anybody sees it on Amazon or in our bookstore it's going to say Elizabeth Clare Prophet. You're well, right. Of course you're not Elizabeth Clare Prophet.
3: No, I'm not. <laughs> but you know I worked and and, and studied with her for years. Mm-hmm. I was part of her editorial department and uh, she and I had many hours together working together on Nurturing Your Baby's Soul and she imparted to me a love of the word mm-hmm. and um you know, a great uh, passion for bringing these teachings to people in the world in a way that are it's very digestible and readable and relevant, 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 relevant <laughs> and very practical. And so, you know, through those years and in um, before she uh, passed on, you know, it, it imparted to me just a great passion in my heart to organize these teachings so I was very very excited about a book on relationships because in my own life I was searching in my early Mm -hmm. 20s and my teenage years for the you know I always had a sense of you know somebody else was out there for me that there was something more to life and even that I had another half to myself I just had a sense of this you know and in 1978 I went to her went to her first her first seminar on twin flames and love
1: that Mm -hmm. was in
3: Miami and it was an astounding weekend. I imagine. It was just (laughs) tremendous. And so that seminar was the first of many, many other seminars that she gave around the world on the topic of twin flames and love soulmates and relationships.
1: You know, when I was researching this um, uh, program the first time back in 2014, I remember coming across quite a large body of material that she had developed both in lecture form, there's also a number of dictations that uh, focus on the twin flame relationship and soul mates, etc. So it's it's a rich vein.
3: It's very rich. So,
1: and in, I'm, I'm, forgive me for yep. stepping on your lines here. I just wanted to say that when you're putting a book like this together, you have to really be pretty discerning about what you include and what you exclude because otherwise you'd have five volumes
3: oh absolutely yeah (laughs) and what's exciting is that we came you know we we wanted this book to be the most very relevant Mm -hmm. and that any spiritual seeker could could pick it up a parent who might read it for parts of it to help you know Talk about twin flames with their teenagers, or and and make it very practical. So, um, I combed along with uh, several of our other other editors and in, in the department here. We we researched, we researched, we dug, and we found many of the teachings from around the world and very practical questions and answers. And that's mm-hmm. probably one of the most exciting parts of this book, are the very practical questions and answers from students from around the world who would would ask her things, you know. Right. And, 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 and who
4: isn't interested in relationships? I, know. Um, I mean, <laughs> you know. And I think what's so amazing about this teaching that's given in this book is it's not something you're going to find someplace else. You hear people talk about soulmates and so forth. Yep. But this defines it in a way that makes it easy to understand. And also, how do you relate to it? I mean, is this something so far in the future is never going to be real for me? Or how can I apply it today? And, and that's what's excited, I think, about the content here.
1: Oh, I agree. And I think one of the things I was most excited about as I read it was exactly what you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's the Q&A. Yeah. It's so rich and so personal and it's so accessible. Right. Know, just amazing. I mean,
3: people are wanting to know, well, when do I know when it's time to break up? Or how do I recognize yeah. a twin flame? Or, you know, just so many practical right. questions. And she would answer them in such compassion, you know, and practicality. Mm -hmm. So we combed all many, many, many pages of transcripts of our Q and A's on all these twin flame seminars and healing seminars and so with that with that, that research that body of research uh, and her twin flame seminars and that we, we put together and compiled the book uh, myself and, and several other editors Let and me, then there was a wonderful graphics department who organized yes, it and, and the pictures and that so uh-huh. yeah
1: I mean all together it's a beautiful piece and I want to mention this now and I will in each segment mention how you can find this book and also a companion DVD um, which is The Divine Plan of Twin Flames so uh, let me give you those right now and write them down, but I know that I'll mention them again before the show is done. The first one will be The Divine Plan of Twin Flames DVD. You can go to tsl.org twinflamesdvd twin flames DVD, twin flames DVD. The other is for Finding a Higher Love, the book. Go to tsl.org slash finding a higher love. There you go. So anyway, um, I'll mention this again, as I, as I said, in the course of time. If I forget, Terry, you'll remind me.
2: I will. Good. <laughs> you know, I think
4: that what's so unique about this teaching, it takes it out of the human frame in the sense that, you know, I'm, I'm in love and I'm going to live happily ever after and so forth to the spiritual uh, perspective, which is so key. Because if we don't know who we are, if we don't know how God created us, how God made a twin flame for us, how can we possibly relate to other people other than at a very superficial level? And that's not to say that love isn't real, but people share, they don't have these teachings. Right. But this brings a perspective and a practicality that I think is so helpful. And
1: I love that. And so let's, let's talk about the pursuit of, the, of that divine love and also the nature of the twin flame relationship.
3: Okay. Sounds good. Because one of the things, Sid, as you were talking was the perspective that Mrs. Prophet brings is a perspective of the soul and the soul's journey. And the soul's journey through love and mm. through relationships And, you know, in the beginning, you know, we all were created out of a white fire core, a white fire body, and we were created male and female. We were an androgynous whole. Mm -hmm. We were created with a twin flame, you know, and that was eons and eons ago, but we had the same spiritual origin. But deep within our souls, we have a memory of that, but we've come far away from Mm -hmm. that original (laughs) union and we're on the search. Our soul is on the search back. To that union with God, our own God presence, our own I am presence, and the beloved twin flame. Yeah. And so out of that comes many, many of the dramas, you know, the operas, the stories, the love stories, you oh, know, yes. the separations, <laughs> the reunions, because it's our soul's story.
1: And everyone has a twin flame.
3: Everyone has a twin flame.
2: And you know what? What I like uh, one of the uh, one of the inf- pieces of information that's kind of stuck with me was that uh, a divinely balanced um, alpha, for instance, will have sixty percent alpha, forty percent omega, and a divinely balanced omega will have the opposite of that: sixty percent omega, forty percent alpha. And that way, um, and I, I couldn't cite you where that's from, but but it makes sense, uh, you know that. That kind of explains why it's pr- appropriate for a man to be able to cry. Uh, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? I mean that kind of sums it up in a well, sense. Only at the right time. <laughs> sure. Only at the right time. <laughs> right. But how close no, am I to the to the facts there?
5: No,
3: uh, it's 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 true. We have an inner feminine. We have an inner masculine. Um, mm-hmm. We're you know again back to the issue of the soul is in, li- in goes through lifetimes learning lessons. Some lifetimes were male or alpha. Some lifetimes were female mm. or. Omega, mm-hmm. and so we're in that lifetime to learn to develop attributes and virtues of the masculine, and to balance karma, just like we're in a lifetime when we're feminine, and then we're sixty percent feminine, forty percent masculine, to learn, you know, how to how to grow and to um, develop those virtues of the feminine, the inner feminine.
4: Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I love. I'm sorry. The, I love a story in the book about this individual that was seeking his twin flame, or spiritual soulmate or whatever, and tried and tried and tried, but also in conjunction with with the spiritual path. At a certain point, he said, you know, I, I'm going to forget my twin flame or my soulmate, and I'm going to just concentrate on spirituality. And, of course, that became the key to mm-hmm. finding who we are supposed to be with. <laughs> that's so so that's, that's the key, I think, as I read in this book, that, you know, you put God first. And we're not going on a an on a, you know, a, a, mm-hmm. a Easter egg hunt to find our twin flame. As you find God... And part of that is finding who you're meant to be with, whether it's your twin flame or a soulmate or.
3: Right. Or, or it could be a karmic relationship. Because exactly. there, there are, you know, basically, as Mrs. Prophet would teach, there are three types of relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the one twin flame relationship. You only have one and only. But there are many soulmate relationships. Sure. And that's a different one, which we could talk about. But in the book, it. There's some great stories about soulmates, and there's great stories about what a twin flame relationship looks like and feels like.
1: You know? well, I, you know, I, I, I trust that we'll have an opportunity to yeah. share a few stories before we're sure. done today. You know, one of the interesting parts of this is most of us would, would say, Boy, you know, I'm not sure if I'm with my soulmate or, not, or my twin flame or not. Um, perhaps you know, physically we're not together, but spiritually we're never apart. So what was it that caused the separation in the first place? Why
3: did twin uh, flames
1: diverge?
3: The big big question. (laughs) And the big, and and a simple answer to a very complex question really is we made karma. You know, we chose to leave off from that union, from that unity, from that place in in the heaven world. And we descended into the lower physical bodies and we began to make karma. And we have both good karma and we have Negative karma, mm-hmm. and it's the karma and the you know the journey back through transmuting that karma and through meeting relationships along the way, where we have people who we have karma with. That is the whole process of how we get back to the twin flame. So karma, I'd love to talk about that in the next <laughs> segment because I think that's where we find ourselves.
1: I, I think we, you will. know, in the inc-
3: <laughs> intricacies of relationships, because the karmic relationship. Always, and all relationships, by the way, have karma. Whether you're a twin flame or a soulmate or it's a karmic relationship, it, they all have karma. But one way you know it's a karmic relationship, there's karma in it, is the intensity, right? I mean, we've all had that experience. We oh, meet somebody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, so the intense emotion, or kind of, oh, you know, that intuition that says, I'm not so sure about this person, or yeah. oh, boy. That's a karma, a, you know, a, a signal of karma.
2: But there's a time that you need to be together for to work out certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well,
1: and I think we will get to that in our next segment. You know, uh, after the break, which is coming up right now, we'll play a brief excerpt okay, great. from uh, Mrs. Prophet on the subject of Twin Flames. It's very interesting. It's very short, about seven minutes. Okay. So um, we're going to take a break right now, but please stay with us. When we come back, more on relationships with Dr. Joy Bennett. Thank you. <music>
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness.
6: At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self.
7: For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads.
0: This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our, back show. To our show. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us.
1: Um, today on The Open Door, we're talking about the publication of our new book, Finding a Higher Love, by Mrs. Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And with us today is Dr. Joy Bennett, who was very instrumental in compiling all of the content for that book, and who was graciously uh, chosen to uh, be with us today to kind of give us some background on the book itself and also some background on some of the choices that were made in the course of putting the book together. Now, one of the things that you mentioned in the last segment had to do with the twin flame relationship. Particular how it's been a yearning of ours since eons ago when we first separated from our twin flame, and mm-hmm. we can think of examples like Romeo and Juliet, you know, yeah. the, and all those stories of unrequited love and operas, and you know, a lot of art is dedicated to the very, very thing we're talking about today. But also, I think we wonder how do we recognize our twin flame? We know that we're spiritually connected. Um, we know a lot about it, really. But how do we find them? How Boy, do we that know? Is you know, such
3: a <laughs> Good question, because, you know, when you hear about a twin flame, I mean, that's an obvious next question. How am I going to know if I find this one?
1: Do they have my nose? Will I know?
3: Exactly. And one of the things. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) One of the great, great comforts is to know, number one, you're never separated from your twin flame. Mm. That's a great soul comfort, you know. Um, It's interesting. Interestingly enough, there's a lot of practical tips in the book about this very uh, question. Uh, there's a, a couple of really profound stories, but one of the things is to know to know the twin flame or, or to recognize it is not a sense of falling in love necessarily. It's mm-hmm. a very deep spiritual connection. It's not necessarily the emotional falling in love and all that romantic, you know, <laughs> stuff that goes along with it. Yeah. It's the more the quiet, deep spiritual recognition, and that's very different. And, yeah, and you can... The other thing is obvi- oftentimes you're very different. You're often very opposite oh, because yeah. you've been two halves of the whole, and you're not necessarily lookalikes. And you've, you've gone
4: <laughs> on a different paths and so forth. But I think what... Uh, Joy, you were saying, I think a lot of times attractions can be karmic. That doesn't mean they're wrong. I mean, sometimes Mm. you must come together with a person to balance a karma before you can meet your twin flame, whether in this embodiment or another one. So it's, it's that discernment of knowing... You know, it may not feel exactly right, but it's something that's prompt you to say, this is the way I, I need to go. And people that are in difficult marriages say, well, how in the world did I make this mistake? Well, it may have been necessary for them to come together. The key, of course, is no one you balance that karma and ready to move on, or whether sure. you stay in it and, and work to resolve it.
1: Well, on the subject of recognizing the twin flame, mm-hmm. as we promised at the end of the last segment, we were going to play a brief excerpt yeah. from Mrs. Prophet on this very subject. So let's play that now.
8: If I were to help you live your life... In this hour, each one of you at a different age and cycle and moment, I would tell you to seek and find your teacher who is your Holy Christ Self and your I Am Presence, to translate your love for your twin flame into your love for the Ascended Master of your choosing, to immerse yourself in the world service of that Master, to set a level of of how you want to live your life. And by setting your course, you are defining what you want in a mate. And you will wake up one day and find your twin flame at your side. Sometimes I counsel people who say they're alone, they're tired of being alone, they want to get married. And I say, well, you can't just marry anyone because you're alone. What do you want in a man? What do you want in a woman? Describe this person to me. Draw the profile of the Christ qualities that you want to find. You have to decide, are you going to be on the low road, the mediocre road, the high road, the road of excellence? Where are you positioning yourself? What you want in your counterpart, you must become. So someone says, well, I want my, my wife or my husband to help me on the path. I want somebody I can lean on. I want somebody that's going to uh, supply the strength where I have weaknesses. Well, those things may be a part of the package because we don't marry unless we have needs, obviously. But the reverse is really the case. You have to supply the strength. You have to give the guidance on the path, you have to expect to be the pillar of fire in that marriage, in that partnership, in that relationship. And what comes back to you from the other person should not be because of a level of expectations but as a grace and kind of an added something that comes along with it. Your expectations should never be in your mate, they should be in yourself and in your presence. And you know what happens then? You are totally free to give. You don't just give because someone's nice to you. You give because there is this fountain overflowing within you. You can make up for someone else's incompleteness. You can supply the wholeness. You don't have to have hurt feelings or feel sorry for yourself because somebody didn't deal with you the way you were expecting. All of your expectations should be in your God presence and in yourself to bring that presence down. You cannot attract to yourself your twin flame unless you are physically manifesting that Christhood that is the other side of that twin flame. That is the challenge and the course that is set before you. And at that point, when you are your Christ, You are the Christ of your twin flame. That twin flame will be there even if that person is an ascended master or somewhere else in the world. The Holy Christ self of that twin flame will be reinforcing you. Things equal to the same thing are equal to each other. If you embody the minus or the plus, it's just the law of the magnet. There is no separating. The two must be one. So let's get out of the sense of separation or self-pity or apartness and let's remember there's a world to save. The world you save must be your own and you're saving it for yourself and your twin flame. But your twin flame may be a child somewhere that does not have good care or good education or is into drugs Someone caught in a very difficult entanglement, a life-and-death struggle. The world you save, namely planet Earth, San Francisco, California, is the world that your twin flame may be living in right now. You have an absolute vested interest in saving this planet for your twin flame and for your fiery destiny together. Therefore, I suggest that you become the most charging, fiery disciple of God, of the Lord Christ, the Lord Buddha, or the master of your calling who is ascended. Whatever human teacher you may have, you need to be under the tutelage of an ascended master because it is in the power of the ascended masters to sponsor you and your twin flame. If you desire that sponsorship, but you have karma, The masters want to see some proof. The constancy, the consistency of the dedication that's not just a flash in the pan, but carries on through thick and thin, that doesn't suddenly get delighted about the path and then cool off in a matter of weeks and take up something else that's interesting. It is the consistency starting now, if you don't have it, or the consistency of lifetimes and this lifetime, of being a person who is trustworthy. Are you good for your word when you tell your friends you will do something? Do you do it? When you make a commitment to your children or your spouses or those with whom you are karmically tied, do you carry through all the way? Do you give support when you say you will give support? Do you flit around or do you stick with a job even when it gets so you don't like it because you need that job to support people who depend on you. Dependability, trustworthiness, keeping your word, not giving it lightly, having a good self-assessment of what you can and cannot do, all these things count when it comes to your relationship with your I Am Presence, your Ascended Master, and your Twin Flame. If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, don't expect to have a good relationship with your twin flame just because you are tied at inner levels.
1: Indeed, probably good advice. I think one of the takeaways I got from that is that the importance of having a good relationship with ourselves is one of the keys. I don't think it gets talked about all that much. Um, Well, we've got a few minutes before this break, so um, listening to that, um, again, just reminds us of how important it is is to be prepared for your twin flame and how we can be doing that right now. I don't think we'll ever see the bumper sticker save the planet for your twin flame, like she said. (laughs) But I think, you know, the, the idea there is that We're preparing a place, a holy place, for the the reuniting of our twin flames.
3: Wasn't it wonderful, that whole understanding she gave, too, of the law, the magnet? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like when you bring your own wholeness as a pillar of fire in the relationship, when your own wholeness is there, as much as it can be at that time, you know, then you magnetize. It's by a grace that the other person may give back to you, but it's, you know, it's... It's. I just think that's such a beautiful concept.
2: Yeah, you want to be in the best shape possible, you know, for your dear twin flame. You yeah. know So work on yourself, you know.
1: Well, and you gave me a note before the show, which was, I think, a very telling one, too. Our souls desire to correct the past. Mm-hmm. And not only are we preparing ourselves in the present for their twin flame reunion, but we also have a lot of that negative karma that we either made together or separately that we have to resolve.
3: You know, I'm really glad you brought that up because I think again, this book is all about relationships from that perspective, mm-hmm. the soul. And that voice, that teaching is is nowhere to be found that I know of. And so one of the things is always to remember that we our souls know when we come into a lifetime We know what we have to do. You know, we know our mission. We know there's certain people we're going to meet. We know this because our soul is very, very wise. And that's something I really like to uh, remind myself about and, you know, my, you know, other people, because that's what Mrs. Prophet taught. She was there to remind us what we already know. Our souls are wise. And Indeed. we know we're going to come into a life, have certain karmas, have certain relationships we have to give love to. And I'd love to talk about that in another segment in terms of, well, how do you get through this? And how do you get through these karmic relationships? And it, it all comes down to love. You know, love, love, love. You know, yourself first, you mm-hmm. know, and then the other people.
1: Well, And let's, that's
3: get, that gets us through.
1: Good. Well, let's go there at the um, beginning of this next segment. Okay. And perhaps if you would... Uh, share with us one or two of your favorite stories from the book.
3: Oh, great. Okay. Or if any of you have favorite stories from the book, too. But yeah, I'd love to do that.
1: Well, let me pitch these, this book and the companion DVD one more time. It would be tsl.org slash finding a higher love. That's for the book. And for the Divine Planet Twin Flames DVD, tsl.org slash twin flames DVD. That's tsl.org slash twin flames DVD. We'll take a break now. We'll be back in just a few minutes, so please stay with us.
0: Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel.
5: access lesson one right now completely free no login required simply go to tsl.org
0: on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks again for staying with
1: us. You're listening to The Open Door, where today we're talking about the publication of our latest book Finding a Higher Love and once again we are being honored by the presence of Dr. Joy Bennett who was responsible in some large degree to the compilation of the content in that book and before the break we were talking about the importance of preparation uh, the desire to create a space for the reunion of twin flames and how important it is and i was thinking in the break about how there are certain species of animals that will prepare a nest and they'll go out of their way to make it as beautiful as they can <laughs> to attract just that right partner. And I was just thinking about how, you know, we, we sometimes do the same thing or if we're not doing it, we might be repelling the opportunity, the magnet, you know, for, for meeting and reuniting with the twin flame. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, idea of, you know, the desire to prepare properly for the twin flame and maybe share a story or two.
3: Oh, sure. I'd be happy to. Okay. I think, you know, preparation is all about, again, the soul's walk on this journey to become more whole. And I can't help myself because I'm a psychologist, but preparation, so much of it, and, and, and there's a big segment of the book, an, an entire part of the four parts of the book that's devoted to, you know, understanding karma in relationships and psychology, which is a very big part of your karma. As a matter of fact, karma creates your psychology, you know? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, you know, in relationships, um, we're talking about preparing for a higher love, which could be, eventually is the God presence and your twin flame, but you're also preparing for your higher love in whatever lifetime you, in the lifetime you have right now, which could be a soulmate or it could be even a karmic relationships, it doesn't. But the point is, in these relationships, you get into a, an intense one-on-one relationship that will bring out your, your psychology, so it's a path of healing that psychology that's very important and mm-hmm. very practical and very relevant. We all have had souls, we've had embodiment many lifetimes where we've had hurts and wounds from, our, from the father or the mother or from other people, and they're buried deep, some of them. And so what happens is you get into an intense love relationship and the initial part of it is a honeymoon, you know, where you're getting the positives. And we could call those the positive projections. It's the positive part. But then by and by in a relationship... You can begin to have the tougher psychology come out.
1: (laughs) Reality hits. (laughs) The reality hits, right? (laughs) Right.
3: You know, and the point is, and even Mrs. Prophet talks about this. You know, in terms of marriage, when you really want to have the marriage relationship, you know, you have to really know that you have an intense, burning love for that person, because really, a a core purpose of marriage is that you hold the karma and you help help the help balance the karma of each other. You know, know? one so.
1: One of the tenets of the teachings, as I understand them, is that we are always placed in the best position our karma can put us in. Mm -hmm. So, you're talking about, you know, relationships and and the karmic component, which is huge, obviously. When you're done with that particular bit of karma, what do you do?
3: Well, you know, that's a very good question because it's like, you know, you kind of wonder in a relationship, well, is this karma? And by the way, there's also really good karma in relationships, you know, (laughs) so it's not all bad. But it's the tough ones, you know, Mm -hmm. that are the the challenges. But, gee, that's a good question. When do you know when it's time to break up Mm -hmm. or when do you know when it's resolved? And, you know, Mrs. Prophet gives very practical answers to these kind of questions in the book. But, you know, it's a sense of a resolution at a deep level. You know, like there's no really great purpose for this relationship. I've given love, and I don't have reactions to this person anymore. I see. You know, it's a sense of some Mm -hmm. kind of resolution Mm -hmm. there. You know, I
4: I think it's, the core of this is spiritualizing your relationships. Yeah. In Mm -hmm. other words as she suggested in the last excerpt we heard, <clears throat> you know, we're not trying to get someone that's going to cater to our every human need. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's what spiritually can we do together that's greater than we can do apart. And that may be, as a soulmate, to accomplish great things, bring forth certain children, balancing karma right. as twin flames. So if you have the core, the spiritualization of the relationship, um, then that really helps you to, I think, have discernment and prayer and so forth, know what to do. And, you know, you, you, be, you magnetize who you are. So if you want someone that's spiritual, then you have to be spiritual and to share those goals and so forth. And so, you know, whoever you want, you prepare to attract that person by the way you live. And, you know, if we follow the culture of today, you're going to, you know, attract someone that belongs to that culture that may not be in your best interest.
3: And I'd love to t- tell a story about that. It, it's in the book, if I could. That'd be great.
1: Let, let, let me, if I may, just, um, this sure. is something that kind of um, piggybacks on what you said a, a few minutes ago. Sure. That is that the way the book itself is broken down is very important to understand because it's comprehensive. Mm-hmm. The arc of this book is a to, a to Z. And I want just to read to you the four basic sections of the book. So give you some idea of the breadth of okay. the content, mm-hmm. the, Part one is Twin Flames and Soulmates, which we've spent a lot of time talking about. Part two is Karma and Relationships, which we've also spent some time talking about. Part three, Sexuality and Spirituality, Mm -hmm. very hot topics today. Mm -hmm. And number four, Marriage and the Spiritual Path. So these are four very, very important parts of the arc of love Mm
3: -hmm. and
1: the reunion with the Twin Flame. And every section, every part has wonderful Q&A with Mrs. Prophet. It's it's relevant, practical, accessible. I mean, it's very warm. I, one of the things I've got to tell you is that what you chose for that particular part of the book has a, a, a kind of warmth to it. that It's accessible. I just feel like you I'm, really
3: feel her heart. Don't you do. You, you Mrs. feel her heart. heart and her compassion. And yeah. you know, she had. You know, she she lived through a, many relationships herself, and she really had a yeah. lot of know-how. It's know? very
4: not judgmental, too, I and non-judgmental. Fear, yeah. Yes, exactly.
3: Very non-judgmental. When we talk about sexuality and spirituality, you, you'll you feel relieved that there's not judgment. There's not judgment. It's just illumination, teaching about, you know, the light in your chakras and how to raise it and conserve it and you know but it's oh, yeah. it's the science it's not judgment at all well
1: hallelujah. so yeah
3: <laughs> but this the story is is again just, just in terms of that theme of wholeness mm-hmm. and getting through karma um, this this is a story that's from a you know a young adult woman uh, and she just she was sharing that uh, how she kind of made the transition from looking for you know relationships in the world and her crushes and her infatuations and the attractions, and she said that you know um, that when she's been in relationships, she says in her story, I, I sometimes feel I was losing my individuality. At some point, I realized I had to take time to learn who I really am. It wasn't until I was completely clear of these infatuations and crushes that I could look deeply inside myself and discover who I am at my core. Mm. So she said, being being single has been one of the most difficult but important things I've ever done, and it's been a key to my happiness, and I feel it will contribute to a truly happy relationship in the future. So this is someone who's been through a lot of relationships and, and disappointments and confusion, but she's on a path now discovering more about who she is. So again, that goes back to the thing of seek ye first, you know, God, Uh, and all else will be added unto you.
1: Well, you've mentioned a number of times how important it is to get, as we say, underneath your psychology, Mm -hmm. to understand what drives you, understand what the desires and the, the intentions and the things you're focused on may be. And I remember doing some therapy myself back when. And the, the point that the, this person was trying to get through to me was that I am simply packing my bags, moving to another relationship if I don't attempt to resolve whatever it is that caused this one to blow up. So if I look at it from the standpoint of opportunity rather than problem, I, have, I stand a better chance. Of, of understanding the psychology of that moment and also balancing the karma because karma is relentless as we know and if we don't resolve it, if we don't transmute it, we don't balance it, it's going to keep coming back until we do. Right. We don't want to get stuck in a groundhog day of the same relationship over
4: and over and over again. And, and that can happen. It, it can. Can. Yes. embodiment, yes. You've got to go back and try one more time to resolve <laughs> that and it may be the one thing that's keeping you from finding your twin flame. Mm, indeed, and so mm-hmm. that's why we have to take relationships very seriously and the resolution of them very seriously, because that may be the most important thing we do in that embodiment.
3: And I would love to put a, uh, a plug in here. When you said the word resolution, <laughs> what I what I really f- uh, thought about, and there's a big section in the book on this, is that you start with forgiving yourself. Amen. You start with that that. Great spiritual tool, the most wonderful spiritual tool we have, which is the violet flame. And I, I think you've talked about this on other programs. We can
1: talk about it some more. Yes, we have mm-hmm. talked about the violet flame quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Make it part of your diet. <laughs>
3: Make it part of your diet. and in the sense of forgiving yourself mm-hmm. and 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 Mrs. Prophet would teach about this, you know, and give mantras and and very specific um, affirmations on how you can forgive yourself and then you forgive others, you know, and the, going into the knots of some of the anger and the hurt, you know, and the things that are our, our psyche and our psychology tend to avoid, And by avoiding it, you create your own defenses of your ego and all this, you know, overlay, and the soul just gets imprisoned. So, the violet flame comes in and gently and compassionately dissolves with that intelligence, that spiritual intelligence, where the knots of the karmas are. And so, I can't underestimate, you know, overestimate, I mean, how important that violet flame is in relationships.
1: You know, at some future date, and hopefully not too far down the road, we're going to go again in that same direction, talking about how important it is to do some practice. Fire mm-hmm. flame is our preferred practice uh, in terms of a daily routine for clearing your decks. You know, because I mean, we're 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 constantly preparing ourselves for the reunion with God, whether it's through our twin flame or some other you know path that's similar. And it's a relationship, as Mrs. Prophet said in the um, um, excerpt that we heard, mm-hmm. it's a relationship with our Iain Presence, yes. with, with our Christ Self, with our sponsoring Master, and with ourselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I think Very the nice. key is, not only do you have karma with the person you're with, but you have other karma too, and that pr- other person has other karma. So as we've taught before in the past, every day you get a little bundle of karma the angels <laughs> bring to you, and then you've got the karma of the relationship. And you know, if you've got kids, then there's karma related there. It gets complicated. Yes. <laughs> and so we do... Mrs. Prophet does suggest a spiritual practice every day to help clear away that. And that's what the violet flame does. It can mitigate much of the karma between you and other people and your family and so forth. There's still things you've got to work out at the physical level, but it can change the equation of your relationships.
1: You know, we have come up with kind of a slogan for that, which is the violet flame removes whatever stands between you and heaven. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. So, well, on that note, let me... Um, I hope you're getting excited about this book and also the companion DVD because it really is something very special in the marketplace and in the marketplace of ideas as well as spirituality. I want to give you the uh, links again in case you didn't get those before. The book is tsl.org slash finding a higher love and the DVD, the companion DVD, which is the divine plan of twin flames is tsl.org slash DVD.
4: You know, if I could just add here, Tom. Sure. I, don't th- I don't know of any place in this world where you'll find these teachings. I don't know. They are so profound and so deep, and yet so practical that meets you exactly where you are in your relationships.
1: That's a perfectly timed point. On that uh, idea, let's take a quick break. Here, we'll be back in just about a minute and a half for a final segment with Joy Bennett talking about finding a higher love. Please stay with us.
0: the voice america seventh wave channel be extraordinary be the change
7: those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything it is the nature of a spiritual seeker they look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all the summit lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers, Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide, liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads.
0: The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by The Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show.
1: And welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. We are The Open Door. You are our wonderful listeners. Thank you for being with us. And today we're talking about the publication of our latest book, Finding a Higher Love by Mrs. Elizabeth Claire Prophet. And we are um, talking again with Dr. Joy Bennett, licensed psychologist in family and youth areas, especially. And relationships, of course, who is here to talk about the book itself. Her, she was instrumental in compiling a lot of the material that's in it. And uh, we want to maybe go to this place where um, in the last segment, we, we touched on it a couple of times. The teachings that you will find imparted in this book, uh, while they're highly relevant, uh, very accessible, and wonderful teachings that you won't find anyplace else, they're very practical. These are teachings that you can actually put into practice in your life right now. There's nothing...
4: High-handed esoteric, necessarily. This is really down to earth. You know, and, and along that the line, Tom, I, uh, a member of our organization recently was in in India, and they had a pilgrimage there and visiting the holy sites there. And while she was there, she told the story that a young lady came up to her and said, "I, you know, I really need some advice. I, I'm I want to have a spiritual life. I'm a very spiritual person, but I also want to have a relationship, a marriage, and I don't know how to make the two work." And and. Fortunately, the, the, the member that was over there, she had a copy of Finding Higher Love in her purse <laughs> and took it out and said, here's your answer.
5: And, and I think <laughs> I it's,
4: I, I love that because those of us that have such a, a, a deep desire for a spiritual path, you know, is that exclusive from, you know, having a family and loved ones? Mm-hmm. And of course it isn't, you know, mm-hmm. our relationships. And, and spiritualizing everything in your life, including your relationships, what a liberation. Oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs> it, it it really is it, it it's really um it, it it's really a new way of you know it's aquarian you know we know that family is the divine unit of society and that you know you can have a highly spiritual life and you can be married and well, that is really transforming to people freeing for people
1: indeed well you said it a number of times earlier that you know the soul knows what it wants the soul understands this is what it's looking for this is what it desires this is that this is that communion
3: mm-hmm.
1: that it, it is focused on probably above all others.
3: Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, this reminds me, and I, ha- I I would like to say a couple of things about this, because one of the confusing things with spiritual seekers is um, the understanding that, well, if I'm really going to become a very high spiritual person, I have to be, you know, celibate, celibate <laughs> and not uh, get married. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Prophet Gives profound teaching and very practical teaching on that you can still um, raise the, the sacred light in your in your body and what called the kundalini, and you can raise that light, conserve that light, and in a marriage relationship you can, and in marriage intimate relationships you you can, you can spiritualize sex, and she teaches actually that sex is actually the the meaning of sex is sacred, the S energy. E, in motion, the, the X, the X of motion, and that is simply what it is, and that we can conserve that light, we can raise that light in very practical ways, and she gets in, in finding a higher love, there's a whole part devoted to understanding that sacred fire that we're all born with. And it's that light of vitality and life in your body and understanding how that works through the chakras. Have you talked about chakras on past oh, yes, radio shows? Have. Yep. Yes, that's a, That's a big term, but, yeah. you know, so hopefully you understand out there that, you know, we do have chakras, we have a spiritual anatomy, mm-hmm. and the light flows. So, if,
4: if I may, join, mm-hmm. you know, I think... Uh, what's right in the world, what's moral. And some people say, well, every standard change over time, but depending on the civilization you live in and the culture and so forth. But I think what's in this book, which so is amazing, it gives you the actual spiritual understanding mm-hmm. of sexual energy, mm-hmm. and then you can choose how mm-hmm. you are going to use that. That's You have free will at your choice. It's not what's right or what's wrong. This is the teaching, and then you can make the choice yourself. And it's so liberating, again, because it's not... Uh, a cultural thing. It comes directly from you know from the understanding of who we are as twin flames. How sacred the energy is that God gives us, and how we want to honor and respect that energy. And it gives us a reason for living uh, in a certain way.
3: Not only a reason for living, but I also think it gives us a new sense of self-esteem mm-hmm. that we are co-creators with God. Mm-hmm. We're not sinners. We're not, you know... It's one not, of our
1: favorite themes, by
4: the way. Is it? <laughs> oh, oh yes. yes. It is, yeah.
3: It's transforming, <laughs> Yeah. you know, that we are a son and daughter of God. Well,
4: it, it, it's the lie of original sin, mm-hmm. you know, that somehow... Um, You know, sexual relationships are are the original sin. Well, I mean, that doesn't make sense. If we're created this way, if this is the way people procreate in in, in this (laughs) uh, this world, I mean, how can that be bad? You know, so so it it gives you a different perspective. And I think you're you're right, Joe. It takes a a tremendous weight of condemnation off of people Mm -hmm. um, because they can choose and make the right choices for the right reasons.
3: Yeah, and Mrs. Prophet actually has a whole teaching in here on the on the lie of original sin. Uh Actually, you know, really teaches about this. And you know, she's off. You know, she gives um, some very sweet and simple, um, practical spiritual tools for how even in a marriage relationship you can have the sexual relationship with spiritualizing sex. It's all a matter in the twinkling of an eye of your consciousness. Mm -hmm. Um, And she also, you know, teaches about, you know, many of the things in our culture that deplete the sacred fire. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the wisdom of being able to choose wisely is something that is very respectful for the soul. Once they understand.
1: Mm -hmm. And we're talking about a treasure within us Mm -hmm. that we don't want to be profligate in just throwing it away. Mm -hmm. I mean, to conserve it in the right way Mm -hmm. is appropriate. And like you said, Sid, I mean, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for the fact of procreation. So it's like
4: it has a place. But you know what's exciting is, especially, Joy, you mentioned teenagers and so forth, if they listen to the culture of the world, oh boy. they get all the wrong messages. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, in a way, can you blame them? Because no one has ever told them the truth, the reality of sacred energy, how we honor it, and how God wants to be part of everything we do, and how people would live differently if they understood
2: this teaching and not the lie of the culture that we face in the West oh, today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is a diminishing of the light when, when that is abused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, as the young people begin to look for their twin flame, they want to be spiritual, but they're but they're misusing, and they don't realize maybe you know that they are misusing their energy, and and it's a depletion. I mean,
8: yeah.
3: And you know, there, Mrs. Prophet actually had a, a radio interview where someone said to her, "Well, what would be your advice to young people?" And I wanted to share what she actually said. Well, please do. Could I do that? Yeah, she said. She, this is Mrs. Prophet, and she said I would emphasize the fact that we have all been given this tremendous gift from God that is free will. And that the second tremendous gift we have been given is the use of God's energy. And so all energy we have ever used in thought, feeling, and words, and even in our sexual experiences, belongs to God. And so what we have to realize is that we only have so much energy that we have been given, and we must decide how we are to use it. So she's saying that the sacred fire within you is your creative life force. And sex in the right context and the balance is a normal part of life on earth. But when it is not in balance, it can be detrimental. So in, in conclusion, she says, I would encourage young people to take up the study of meditation, to study the science of the spoken word, and to experience these sacred energies in all of the chakras and not just in the base of the spine. And that's that sense, isn't it, of oh. who we are as a whole a whole person in God. Well,
2: I want to go out and buy the book and have you sign it right now. <laughs> well, I'm thrilled. This is this is amazing information. It'll be great
3: for parents to use, you know, in, in small segments, even with children. Mrs. Prophet encouraged parents to teach children about twin flames, you mm-hmm. know, and just the understanding of who they are in God and they have yeah. a twin flame. But, you know, I think this is good in, in segments, you know, can be good for obviously for young adults and, um, you know, for older teenagers and just to really understand all this uh, this this labyrinth we're walking through in terms of relationships and finding what real love is.
1: Well, I, this has been a, a great show. I really appreciate your being here today. I think that uh, there's a lot more ground we could cover. Obviously, we're scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. But talking about soulmates, twin flames, karmic relationships, the wholeness aspect, preparation, you know, magnetizing that other soul to us. All the things that we want to do to correct the past. I mean, there's a lot here. This book covers it all, and then some. And I really want to encourage everybody out there who's interested at all in understanding the deeper meaning of relationships, love, sexuality, et cetera, get this book, Finding a Higher Love. And again, TSL.org slash finding a higher love. Check it out. You know, you can go to Amazon and read a sample. You know, just try it, take it for take it for a spin. But remember that as we talked about, the book is um, full of wonderful concepts that are practical, relevant, accessible, warm. So much to say about it. So anything you want to say in conclusion before we uh, sign off?
3: Well, I think you're going to also love the beautiful pictures in the book. Yeah. And you're just going to have a great time with, with feeling Mrs. Prophet's heart and her care and her love for all this, all, all spiritual seekers and, and have that connection with her.
1: Well, um, Dr. Bennett, uh, Joy. Thank you so much for You're being so with us You're so welcome.
3: Today. It was wonderful to be with you all.
1: Well, and I'd also like to invite anybody out there who's been listening who has a question or a concern.
2: Where can they go, Terry? Well, they can go to webradio at tsl.org. They can, can they? Webradio <laughs> at tsl.org. That's my, that's my line.
1: That's your line. <laughs> and God bless you for delivering it so well. Yes, and um, as we like to say, though the upward path may sometimes be difficult, the rewards are, are out, out of, of this world. world. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next week.
0: Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.